Hi folks, this is Dave Clark from The Father's Cry. It's been a a little bit of time since I've I've done my last iPod recording, and uh, there's a couple of reasons for that, as we have done fathering across the world since 1998. Um, One thing that's been consistent with me and uh, talking about fatherhood has been my dad. And in March, uh, March 27th, uh, he left the world to be with the Father as he died um, a great age of 96. So uh, I've tried several times to do the recording, and each time I found it more difficult. And so um, I thought maybe a little bit of a vacation would be in order. Um, and, um, and, and it has been good uh, because I just couldn't get through um, any of the songs or any of the discussions that I had about fathering without it bringing back uh, memories about my dad. And, you know, I thought I'd talk about that a little bit today um, as we talk about fatherhood. And uh, a lot of my podcasts have been about legacy and you know, what are the things that you stand for, that your sons or daughters stand for, that your father implanted into you? So it's those things that we pass from generation to generation, good or bad, and um, we call that legacy. And so I just kind of reflected uh, the the positive things about my dad. Uh, the great thing about him is that he was able to attend uh, some of our local conferences. And I wrote frequently about him and uh, several Father's Day articles uh, I published uh, regarding he and I and our relationship, which was different from my other two brothers. I have an older brother and a younger brother, and each of our relationships were different with our father. My relationship, probably as the middle uh, son, was a bit different in that most of my formative years uh, in elementary, junior high, and high school, I worked alongside my dad more than my other brothers, and that was simply because of the age and the timing. But uh, we grew up in a West Texas uh, town in Texas with oil and gas and uh, we grew up with uh, owning a service station where we pumped lots of gas and watched watched uh, a lot of cars and and fixed flats and and all the kind of things you do to cars. And then later, my dad made a life change and went into the nursing home business and um, was very successful at that and probably implanted into me uh, a second career of looking at. Um, administration and hospitals. Well, you know, um, as we talk about our dads, and many of you that are listening uh, have already lost your dad, and this might hit home a little bit and uh, might bring back some memories. Um, You know, if I had to look back, there were things I do remember uh, pretty vividly, and some of them were pretty hard whippings. Um, They weren't a spanking, they were a whipping. And I can remember some of those as though it happened yesterday and the sound of the belt coming through the loops. And my dad, you know, was going to was going to uh, whip me for something that I did or didn't do. And so uh, other memories, though, were very fond. Most of them were very fond. And I, I remember talking ab- about fatherhood in different countries in the Middle East, Pakistan and Africa and especially in the United States, and I always made a comment that uh, I was never going to look over uh, my dad's grave and have a regret, 
or say things to him that I haven't said uh, before. You know, I, uh, a lot of places I've traveled, and some of you guys might be familiar with the story again, but I remember uh, my wife and I were doing a course at a Baptist church uh, one morning, and predominantly they were elderly people, 70 uh, age up, and we usually talk about a reconciliation with our daughters and with our sons at that age. And we find there's a lot of regrets uh, at that age, uh, things that we wished we'd have done, things we wished we'd have said, and behavior that would have been different. And so uh, we talk about, even at the age of 70, 75, 80 years old, what do you do when there's a broken relationship with a son or a daughter? Well, the story goes on when we finished, and I got a call uh, the next morning from an elderly man, and he asked me if I would have coffee with him. And I said, sure. And so I met him at a Ronald McDonald's, uh, and uh, you know what that is, that's uh, the Happy Meal guy and and McDonald's, and so I met him for coffee one morning and walked into the, you know, to the uh, main lobby, and, and there was an elderly man there with kind of an oversized coat, and he was kind of slumped over and had a cane, and and he recognized me, and, and we talked, and he said that, um, you know, what we talked about the day before at church really hit home with him because he had a broken relationship with the son. And so um, one of the things we talk about with a broken relationship is to write a letter uh, to our son or a daughter, if they're alive or not, and uh, simply uh, uh, ask for forgiveness and uh, not to set anything right necessarily or to get even or anything or to provide excuses. It's just to basically write a letter that says that you forgive them. Well, anyway, as we talked, he reached into his pocket, and he pulled out a letter. And I said, oh, you wrote your letter? And he said, yeah. And um, I thought, well, great. So I said, well, are you mailing it? And he said, well, no, I can't. And um, he looked at me and said, my son's dead. And that really took me by surprise, um, and um, that had never been told to me before. And so short story was he asked me to drive him uh, to the cemetery to where his son was buried. And um, I remember telling the story in Africa, and, and I was trying not to sound superstitious of going to a cemetery or a graveyard and uh, talking to a dead person because we all know as Christians that that grave is empty. But it's very symbolic, and uh, it, it puts uh, things in perspective sometimes to have uh, something tangible uh, to talk at. So after you know driving around to the cemetery, we had a hard time finding his grave and him remembering what it was at. Uh, we finally stopped a, a man on one of these little motor scooters with the shovels in it, and uh, we found out where his son was buried, and we went and found it. And I helped him out of my car and uh, took him to the graveside, and sure enough, that was his son's grave. And I told him, you know, I felt like he probably needed to be there by himself and and to just wave at me, and I'd come back over and help him get back to the car. And after a while, you know, I looked at him, and he was down on his hands and knees, and he was picking weeds off the grave and, you know, kind of manicuring the grave. And it, it made me realize he probably had never been there after uh, he had buried his son. And after a minute or so, he waved at me, and I went over, and, and I remember asking him, I said, well, 
you know, did you read your letter? And he looked at me and shook his head and said, no, I didn't. And I felt real disappointed for him and for me that, you know, we'd driven all out that way. And at the end of the day, you know, he said he didn't read it. But what he told me was that uh, he had a good talk and he got things straight. And so, you know, how I interpret that is, you know, he had to relieve his heart of a lot of pain and uh, hear himself say it. And um, and I was real proud of him. And, and uh, he asked me if I could get a rock. And, uh, I, you know, it's hard to find a rock in a cemetery because they're so uh, manicured. And so anyway, I found a rock and um, he put the envelope right down by the headstone between the headstone and the grass and looked at me like, well, you know, this is probably going to blow away. And I thought, yeah, probably the, you know, the lawnmower or something would chew it up and, and for sure it'd blow away in a, in a, in a big wind. And we found a rock and we put it there and, and, um, we walked back to the car and I put him back, helped him get back in the car and I drove him back to the McDonald's and I hugged him. I told him I was real proud of him. And, uh, you know, I could just see a change in his heart that he felt like that he got a big burden and things were, you know, okay between he and his son. Really, things were just okay in his heart is what the story was. Well, you know, uh, it's hard to get through a death of a son or a daughter, and especially if they've died, you know, soon in life and or prematurely, and you, the father, have have stayed. And and um, guys, for you guys in the Middle East and Pakistan and uh, United Arab Emirates, and for you guys in Africa that listen to my iPod, I'm going to play a song that um, is true Texas. And uh, Willie Nelson is a very popular country western singer, and I'm sure most of you guys have heard about Willie Nelson. And uh, he's got an album that uh, I would really recommend called Last Man Standing, and it's a country album. And I want to play a song uh, for you and just listen to it, and uh, we'll talk about it when we get through. When you lose the one you love You think your world has ended You think your world will be a waste of life Without them in it You feel there's no way to go on Life is just a sad, sad song But love is bigger than a song end is not the end at all It's not something you get over But it's something you get through It's not ours to be taken It's just a thing we get to do When it's gone, it lives in someone 
Some of that uh, ministers to a lot of you guys and gals, um, and you know I wasn't in much of a shape to try doing this uh, for you know April and May and June. Here we are going into July, and I just had a long absence. And um, you know the word I needed to hear is that uh, you know you'll get through it, and um, you know. I travel a lot, and and um, I always made a point to get back uh, to my town because uh, my dad, we took his car away from him and my mom years ago because it just wasn't safe. And so they were really dependent on me getting them around town to the bank or to the cleaners or, you know, to the grocery store, even though where they lived uh, provided meals. But my dad wanted to go get his own things and put his own icebox and you know usually that meant that we were going to get beer and chocolate candy and so uh and a few you know snacks that they loved to have but most of the time they they had their meals in the retirement center and uh that was that was a ritual for us uh we'd go by the bank and we'd get cash because you know my dad came from a generation that you opened up your pocketbook and you paid cash and so we would go to the grocery store, and, and he would go for years by himself early, early, early because he hated the traffic, which was good for most most people because you didn't want to be on the same road with my dad for a long time. And so, um, 
you know, I still go to that grocery store as a routine, and it's it's just without fail, not without fail, that every Saturday or every day I go there, someone recognizes me because I was always with my dad, and we'd, you know, he started out walking, you know, with a cane, and uh, then he went to one of those scooters you ride, you know, in the grocery store, one of those motorized carts. And so they watched my dad grow old and and uh, really go to the point where, you know, uh, he went from a regular parking place to a handicapped parking place to a motorized scooter and where he couldn't hardly get around. He was real humped over. So, you know, I was, I was happened to be in that same grocery store yesterday and I watched several men in their carts, you know, motorized carts, and I saw several men that were very humped over, you know, with back problems and and being very elderly trying to get down the, you know, the aisle with their carts and putting milk and bread and different things in their carts. And, you know, that was real emotional for me. So it comes back to really what the song is saying, you know, that this whole thing uh, is just something you get through and it takes a while. And uh, for you guys and and ladies that still have their uh, parents living, you know, the lesson is to talk and to, you know, forgive and extend grace and extend mercy if there's been, you know, words said that's caused... uh, you know, uh, a division between your relationship and what it causes between your kids or their grandkids. So that's kind of the topic of the day is uh, death of a father is something you get through. And I couldn't think of a better way than have Willie Nelson uh, sing that as part of the iPod cast. And and I do want to recognize him and him as a... uh, a a person who sings and writes and and to give honor to his song and to his career, uh, something uh, that uh, we fail to do sometimes. So uh, just some updates about our ministry. Uh, We've been busy um, doing some exciting things, um, and we've got a program ready to go uh, back in Pakistan, and uh, since the last recording, we have been in uh, Tanzania. Some people call it uh, Tanzania in Africa, and um, so we're going to be kicking off the second um, class in that country in Africa and some more to follow. We've got one pending in Zimbabwe that we tentatively started planning and that we've held uh, really uh, because of uh, my father's death and and we'll put that back up as a priority so stay tuned uh, go to our website uh, thefatherscried.org catch us on twitter and we're always on facebook um, thanks guys and uh, thanks for just letting me uh, kind of express my feelings about my father and honoring him And I hope if your father's still alive, you honor him more than on Father's Day. You honor him every day as best you can. And uh, to always speak to him uh, in a way that uh, he knows your love and he knows that you care for him. And to let him know he's done a good job. You know, at the end of the day, you know, fathers want to know, you know, toward the end of their life, you know, did they do things good? Did they do things right? And uh, did they prepare, 
you as a father or you as a woman uh, to be successful in life, whatever we call success. So, enjoyed speaking to you today. Uh, Catch you uh, real soon on our next iPod as we talk about different topics with fathering. This was just a personal note. So, this is Dave Clark from The Father's Cry. Talk to you soon.